Needles, squinting community, Sparrow here. It's absolutely buckling down outside at the moment. So I thought I'd uh, reflect on the good times, dust off the accordion, lay down some thoughts. Enjoy. Game on the line, boys. Get the ball to Stormy. Harry, Jezza, Chook, get that ball down to Stormy. When the game's on the line, you know it. He'll check side every time. He's a nugget with two legs, a V8 at full revs. Get that ball to Stormy. He's a tightly coiled spring. A killer down that wing. When he starts to run away, Witherden, mate, you can only pray. For if you give this man a sniff, you know it, it's a banana through the sticks. He's a killer down that wing. Yes, Tommy. Boys, you gotta love this man. You just gotta love this man. Get the ball to him by hand, or Reedy, just throw it. Times like this, Brent will understand. For the team on him depends, and his fight will never end. You gotta love this man. Get the ball to Stormy. Just mongrel it, just get it down to him, get it to Stormy. You'll miss him if you blink. Into the sun we squint. He's a nugget with two legs. A V8, full revs. Get the ball to Stormy. For God's sake, get the ball to Stormy. He's tiny. But he's one of the best. This little legend from Nye West. Just get that ball to Brent Daniels. We love you, Stormy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the giant appetite, Giants fans everywhere, welcome to Never Surrender by the Squinners. It is December. This is another special, extra, super special, super extra special episode. We're going to, we were going to talk about the draft and what happened last week. 
And then the people who were going to talk about it, none of them showed up. And so Sparrow and myself, Needles, your host, the Renaissance man, we were then going to talk about it on Saturday night, but we didn't talk about it on Saturday night because we were wasted. And so we put it off until the week after Wednesday. And then what do you know? An extra little bit of content happens because content is king and Stephen Cogsniglio takes over the captaincy of the Giants, which gives us a little bit extra to discuss. So this is our Draft Canilio Week podcast, Never Surrendered by the Squinners. I am delighted to welcome a Squinners staple, the Sparrow. How are you, mate? You look beautiful good on introduction, the weekend. Mate. You look yeah, even better on this video. Um, yeah, I, I miss what you said, but that was lovely. Um, like you said, content is king and... Cogs, you've really delivered, mate, and the, and the coach us. and the team and the leadership. Um, beautiful moment this week. Feels like a natural progression. Cogs stepping up, but we don't want to overlook the um, the um, other huge news this week. Tommy Sheridan winning <laughs> the time trial. <laughs> won the time trial. Well, he won it last year so, as well, but only because Adam Tomlinson. <laughs> Uh, Twinged a hamstring or something. Yeah. So Tommy's back. Tommy's back. Zach Squirrel's yeah. back. Jake Stein back. It's a great um, start. He's ready for his ex. So Try and beat a half. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mate, I thought we'd um, yeah, start proceedings unpacking the uh, Cogs' captain decision by the club. But, the, I mean, the key question is uh, on the Cogs' decision, was it squinters driven? Was there pressure? Mounting organically from the supporter base. I mean, we called it months ago. I actually didn't. I forgot entirely. Forgot that till Coco mentioned it and and um, reinforced to all of us how persuasive and influential we are as a no, no, as yeah. a fan group. Um, I'd forgot. Was that our idea? Yeah. No. We um, we came up with it ages ago. I think episode six. Well, then uh, it's a great idea in. and well done us. Yeah, uh, Leon's clearly listening. So shout out to Leon. Um, no, it's a good move. I mean, in terms of Wardy and Phil, they have been absolute, absolute stalwarts in the leadership role. I mean, I think of that final against the Swans when we beat them and, and uh, Cogs, uh, not Cogs, Wardy, and, you know, standing by Leon Cameron. That was that was huge. I mean, he's had he's had some massive games, Wardy and. And Phil did, did well this year when Morty went down. So they've done a bloody good job. And, uh, yeah, it feels like now's the time for Cogs, who's a natural leader. Apparently. He doesn't, he doesn't say much, but maybe he leads with actions. Leads with actions. He actually is pretty articulate too when you hear him talk. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a great move. And good luck to him. Um, there'll be moments for Toby Green to take the captaincy off him <laughs> through the year. Do we, do we know who the backup crew is? Oh, Toby. Well, I don't know. I actually Bullshit. don't know if there's a... There after a after what happened during the finals, as much as I, I do not think he can be, unless you want to kind of get him to knuckle down, but if he knuckles down, maybe he loses his shithousery yeah. and his shithousery is a big bit of, big bit of who he is. Agreed. Now, of course, he's got it covered and then... The boys will step in if they need to. 
But we're not going to get any injuries next year, so it's going to be nice. Chook and the Dutch clams would have to be in, but there might be room. I reckon Tim Taranto will probably be a walk-up start. Ooh. Well, Chook, they've always talked about Chook as a leader. Um, Just needs to play like one. Jeez. Tough. So, but so, yeah, Coco think... went controversial on the on the thread because he said that Cogs has now put a bullet in Tomlinson, Wayne Campbell, <laughs> Cal Ward, and uh, Phil Davis. So he owes us seven flags, which is <laughs> I, it's achievable through one a year. It's definitely achievable. But it was um, oh Wayne, it's, Wayne it's, Campbell. Yeah. It's spicy. That's what mm. people are saying these days. What the youth is saying. It's definitely spicy. Spicy. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll run with that. But, you, um, have you speculated on how it went down? Apparently, Cal and Phil went overseas together and got in the spa and decided to pull the pin or something. Was that a, a decision was made, and then the the rest of the team like handover had begun, and then the rest of the team worked out this week when they walked into training to test their skinnies. So you re- you reckon um, Wardy's been listening to us? Oh, they both have for sure. <laughs> I mean, so they've made the decision. Well. Is there another explanation? <laughs> there's not. Right. The money aside, there's not. I, yeah, I rest my case, my lad. You get this amount of money, six years, and a captaincy. Or, what he was listening to us, thought, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Talk to Phil, we'll go on holidays, sit down with Cogs. Cogs, the boys on the squinners reckon this is a really good idea. You should be captain. <laughs> Are you up for it? Like it's now you've just signed that massive contract. Maybe mm. out. we're going to have to do cut and bastes because I've got children coming in. Do it, good boy. You can do some reading in bed. And paste. Yeah, so I think, um, like I said, great leadership qualities. You'll be awesome, natural, natural leader. Um, and yeah, clearly we've made that happen. So well done to us. Yeah. But in terms of what we are, originally... are you happy about it though? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, are you happy? Yeah, oh. like, it must be pretty. I mean, you'd, you'd be pissed if you were Phil, like your last, your last game as captain was a brutalizing. No, I don't think so. I don't think that worries Phil at all. He's got, he's got plenty of, plenty of games left in him. He's got his media staff. He has and he, and he's, he was the focus on his media role. He was the second, you know, he was the second captain anyway. It was really Wardy's team, so he did a good job, got us to the grand final. But um, no, here we are. Just did. He's still a leader. Did so. you notice when the Giants reposted the Canelio song that we use as our outro that they hashtagged it "Never Surrender"? You know. There it is again. That's you. That's, that's the that's, influence. That's not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, so well done to us, but on to the draft. I was just to say, only the fourth captain. Well done to us, but well done, uh, Phil Davis and Callum Ward. Thanks for your service. You guys have been immense. And Cornelio, give him hell, man. Can we reflect on the first captain? Who was it? Corns. Was it Corns? No, 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 no. Luke Power. Luke Power. Yeah, short ex-Brisbane. It might uh, have been before you got the rules. Yeah, right. Before we move on to the draft, speaking (laughs) of debuts in footy, could you just give us a quick two minutes about... um, That's the... You weren't stoned and you were playing... Oh, is it? Right, okay. Fair enough. We'll go draft. Uh, Yeah, I had a huge debut this week. My my AFL career has taken off. 
tapping it left, right, and centre. I heard. Been speaking to a few people. You know, Sheedy uh, talked to you all those years ago, phone. and then suddenly you make it worth his while. Mm. No, it was good. Shout out to the uh, pigeons, Narrabeen pigeons. We lost. Oh, uh, despite <laughs> a mobile six foot seven, thirty-seven oh, year old rugby. Giving them great service. Just tapping them back. Tapping them back. I actually, actually did a really nice dummy at one stage, Steve. Far out. Yeah, no, it all happened, but enough about me. Uh, um, the draft. <laughs> so, yeah. We did fucking well, I thought. As an overview, what are, what's your feel? Well, I. Expert on many things, as you are no doubt aware I am, to mm. wit, ladies and gentlemen, the chase, November the 11th. I'll put in the link when I give a shout out to the Squinners and the pod about 24 seconds and 10 is the time code. But I am no, I, I know as much about the draft as I do about the Melbourne Cup. I, I do a lot of reading in the two hours before I go to the tab and then I hope for the best. I knew Tom Green was good, Canberra boy, Marist, which is a problem. We might have to come to it. But I don't know much about the other blokes. And the people on ESPN, and I was going to, if they were positive, I was going to use their opinion as my opinion. They only gave us the B for our draft hall. So I had to sort of shove that up in a fucking dumpster fire and spit on it. Because when I looked at the top 10, I didn't see any Richmond Tigers tops or any Collingwood tops or any Hawthorne tops, but I saw two Giants tops in the top 10 drafts. And I distinctly remember the Giants made the grand final. Like if you make the grand final, you can get in one, you can Mm. get in two picks in the top 10 that year. Mm. That's fucking outstanding. Yep. And then the word is, Oh, well you've compromised your 2020 draft, but without wanting to be too businesslike, we've got a lot of people and a lot of potentially decent kiddies stacked up behind Cal Ward, Cornelio, Kelly, Whitfield in the middle, who we could trade if there was someone outstanding in the 2020. Brilliantly put, mate. You said you didn't know anything about it. Right. I have a heart of a mouth. (laughs) But that photo looked good, didn't it? Two Giants boys, bang, top 10. Thanks very much. Don't know squat about Lockie Ash. Tell me about it. Yeah, clearly your uh, media sources. Uh, what did you say you saw it on? ESPN. Yeah, compromise. I gave us a B. Well, if you refer to Reddit, which is clearly more credit. I do. Basically for Reddit. everything. Um, the Hungry Hypocrite. That's where you go for your political views, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. The Hungry Hypocrite said, Adrian Caruso and the team just get shit done. And I couldn't agree more. Here, here. We need to trade up to get green done. Want to be high enough so we can... Ward off potential picks on green and still get two picks in the top 10, done. He goes on, it's a brilliant article. Highly recommend it. But I mean, it, I think, I think just on green, will we look at uh, him going at pick 10 as the greatest 10 ever to have played the game? Sure, there's Patrick Dangerfield, Was he who 10? also went as 10. Uh, he, he's quite good, I've heard, Patrick Dangerfield. He's not bad. He's not bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was amazed he went that low. Knowing, yeah. like you, knowing so much about the draft. But, um, <laughs> I mean, Lockie actually yeah. pretty happy. He's knocked I, off the uh, so-called... No, I mean, Tom Green was, was pitched as the number three, really. Of yeah, the draft, three, and he's three to five. 
It's um, it's a pity Bubs is in Perth because he would have been our deep dark deep dark throat on this. I'm sure he's been tuning up mm. all the people in Balmain to get that inside sort of goss. Mm. I mean, I think he's just a bit grumpy that Tom Green went to Maris and not St Eddie's, which is the other debased Catholic institution in Canberra. Um, oh. Yeah, but I was I was interested by the the Lockie. Is it Lockie Ash? It's Lockie Ash. Lockie Ash, mate. Yeah. yeah so good country boy. Yeah. Speedy halfback. Speedy halfback. So like they were saying, it was a like for like replacement for what's his face. The you know. Sure. Yeah, he's sure. Yeah. We're a bit light on in the back line. Wilson. Not many people were talking him up. Like there are other people who were, who everyone suggested were better than he. Just Uh, in terms of footballers. You're going to have to give me names. I mean, there was the, there's the Flanders, the Flanders kid. Uh, Or Flinders. Flinders. Yeah. People were talking him up. He was a, he was a weapon. What, What position? I think he went five, or no, I think he went eight. To, but if he's, a, if, he's a, he if he's a pretty good midfielder, there's absolutely no need for us to get him. If that's yeah. what he was, see you yeah. later. Well, and that's the thing. Do you just take the best players, or do you take the players you need? Think, and obviously, you need to take the players you need. But it's hard if the best players become really fucking good players. Yeah, I think it came down to two players for that number four. There was there was another like um, similar player to Lockie Ash, um, like a back. Look, we got the goods because he's a good country bloke and his mother and father ran an orchard. So welcome. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom right. Green, I mean, he's... Uh, it'll be interesting you you to saw see him that. speak, didn't you? At the, at yeah, yeah, spoke really well. Very um, humble and articulate. He, he captained the Allies. Um, Superb unit? Hey. Apparently he's a big lad. Big, yeah, big lad. He's um, yeah, a big fella. He'd want to, you know, get a run early because, I don't know, if you're the third best player in the draft and you're playing me for all year. But, yeah. I mean, he'll probably step right in. But there, will, there are people... On. But where's he going to step into? Because there's people like Jai Cordwell, who's apparently a weapon, and he, yeah. you know, he had one game and he's ready and waiting to go. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just injuries, I guess. I, I I was just I was just so impressed to see, and I, I've said it before. But we win a grand final. If you win a grand, well, if you don't win a grand final, but if you make it to a grand final, you're nowhere near the top ten yeah. of a draft. And we got so it went Gold Coast last and worst, Melbourne second last and second worst, Giants. Se- oh no, yeah, Giants second best in the draft yeah. order. I yeah, mean, yeah. fucking thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. And if, if people had picked it, we would have been fifth as well. With So we, we should have had two in the top five in theory because Tom Green was that good. Is that good by all accounts? Yeah. It's just a great photo. It's just a really good look. And I mean, next year will look after itself. But what, what about the other two? What, you you oh, did mate, a little bit of work excited. with the mature ages. Are we excited, um, are we? One of them, well, Tommy, Tommy Hutchinson, who came in at 65, he was our second guy we got. He's a mature age. He's a 24-year-old carpenter. Um, played for the Millicent Saints. Got best on field when they broke the 37-year premiership drought. Love that. Um, so that was, that was 2018, I think. And then this year, it was playing for the um, Crows Sandful team. Oh, right. Okay. As a bit of a top-up player. Um, but he's, a, he's sort of a midfielder, half-forward, 
Um, and I think our scout over in Adelaide had his eye on him. So um, they, yeah, they sort of went in trying to get him and the opportunity came up. So they grabbed him. Festa and McTurk. He... That was our scout's name, isn't it? Who? <laughs> Festa McTurk. Yeah. So he's ready to go. He's, um, he, yeah, he's, he's 24. He's obviously been playing over there. Um, the other guy, Jake Riccardi at 51, he's 20. He got best young player in the VFL this year for Werribee. Riccardi? Yeah. Not a Peter Riccardi kid, is he? Did, do we have any info on that? Peter Riccardi, he was, a, he was a Jet who played for Geelong in the early oh, 90s. Don't know. Don't know. Um, do your research. Will do. About 38 games, 38 goals in 20 games for Werribee this year. Um, played really well at the back end. Um, so comes up from Victoria. He's 20 years old. He's 195 centimetres, 92 kegs. So he's a, he's a decent lad, decent how, lad. How tall are you in centimetres? Uh, two metres. Right. Well, okay. So Yeah, he looks like a good forward. Yeah, right. He steps straight in. If if they need him as a forward, do we need a forward? Um, well, say Finlayson has something something happened to him. Who who would you put in? Like, like yeah, 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 like he got no touches in a game or something like that. <laughs> he dropped in based on his grand final. <laughs> did he catch the ball in the grand final? Was that him? apparently? I don't think he did. I think that was oh. the dorsal. That was the Nadir. <laughs> Great season, apart from one game. I thought that was going to be me Monday night. Then I just dominated. But enough about you. <laughs> so that was the four. Pick four, Lockie Ash. Pick 10, Tom Green. Pick 51, Riccardi. 65, Hutchinson. I think that right. did really well. Let's have a little wager. Who plays first? Well, I think... I think... Uh, It's going to come down to injuries, isn't it? I'm saying Tom Green. I'm saying left field. I reckon Tommy Hutchinson just from the back. The Stephen Bradbury. Wow. Something's going to happen. He's just going to get a sniff and dominate. This is in the AFL. I mean, I love that. I love. I love you pushing <laughs> out for it. This is not. This is not in your X League or your or your <laughs> preseason Shield. <laughs> yeah. No, well. I can't. I think we've got enough depth at, at the back at the moment, unless Shorey pings a calf going into his 38th year or whatever he is. Um, I mean, the, the, the spot's there if he does for Lockie, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd expect Tom Green to, to walk in at some stage. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the guys that have been drafted last year, that's. Oh, she's all pretty clogged up in that midfield. Amazing. If everyone's injury-free. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the thing. But I mean, like it is what it is. You can, you can load up and then you can trade out if necessary. If you need yeah. to get back into the draft. Yeah. yeah. Someone, I don't, who knows, maybe there'll be two with guns and Jackson Haley and we don't want to lose any of them. Isaac Cummings. And as we saw this year, they're all very good players. So that'll work itself out. Or maybe who was their be... third one? Haley. Uh, Zay... Who? Jai Cordell. Cordell. Yeah. And who was the third one? We had another one, didn't we? That was pretty was high that, up. It wasn't oh. Isaac coming. No? No, no. I'm thinking of, um, yeah, little fella from WA. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came off the draft. Yeah, our favourite player who will definitely be able to remember, Bobby Hill. 
<laughs> Thank you. Sorry, Bobby. No, nah, 38 not that old. It happens to us all. <laughs> um, well, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, well done, Giants, even if the other people think it's a B. I think they're an A+. Plus. A+. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing us play. Um, and obviously, no slurs on Maris as, um, as a sport factory. Probably as a school, yes, but not necessarily as a sporting factory. You've have got you got great... any other key um, sportsmen that have come out of that institution? Out of Marist? Yeah. I honestly didn't pay any attention because it didn't, it didn't suit my narrative. <laughs> um, but there were one or two. There was a couple of very good footballers back when rugby. I was rugby. Getting... Both. Yeah, right. When I was getting beaten by him, but there are no like no Huey or Edmonds who went to Stromlo High. Um, yeah. So that was the draft. We um... well, just quickly. Well, there's. I mean, I thought Frio, the old first team, did pretty well when they went eight nine seven eight nine. That's a decent get three in a row in the top ten. You'll take yeah, that. Made for and a that, good joke. What? Why was six sad? Because. <laughs> Well done, Frio Media Department. <laughs> yes. But a free hour just irrelevant, mate. God, you must be glad you got off that. Uh, very much so. I, I take issue, Umbridge, High Horse with irrelevant. I think that's a, a significant okay, We've got a some, new coach. Give me some narrative. Give me some story. We, we've got a new coach. Tick. Okay. Yeah. Is he exciting? Is he, does he ruffle some feathers like Ross? I don't, I don't know who he is. <laughs> but he's definitely new and he's, he's chomping at the proverbial bit. Yeah. And they got some good young players and Fife. And, and Fife. And speaking of, did you read that story about the, the only kid who, didn't, who was in the top 20 invited to the draft combine who didn't get picked up Ooh. on the first night? And no. he was wondering whether or not to throw a wobbler and just fuck off home back to Perth. And then Fife got in touch with him and sent him apparently a, a text that was masquerading as a novel or a novel masquerading as a text saying, don't worry, you'll be right. She'll be apples. You'll be right. And then he got picked up the next night and was described as a bolter. But um, Nat Fife, people person. Why, why would Fife do that? Did Fife, that happened to Fife? West Australians. Stick together. Oh, he's a WA boy. You're right. Yeah. I am intrigued I think he went by to Brisbane. the um, Melbourne's decision. I just got a feeling that the basketballer, the yeah. basketballer. I yeah, they're they're worried, they're terrified that they're going to miss out on the next Nick Nat. Well, Nick Nat hasn't exactly. I mean, he's good, but he's injured all the time. But just, yeah, but only playing for West Coast. It might have been a different story. Speaking from a tall man's perspective, we got dodgy hips, we got dodgy knees, we got dodgy shoulders. Our ligaments grow too fast. Put all your eggs in a. Midfielder, and I can play for and the just, Giants for cheap money. So and just shark the um shark the big guys and don't worry about the ruckman. Yeah, I mean Brody Grundy is probably an exception. Brody Grundy, who doesn't look very tall, but is quite tall. I just like seeing Melbourne suffer, so hopefully he's a dud. But good luck to him. Yeah, absolutely. Did you um? Was there anyone else? Any other picks that you thought were interesting? Using your expertise, yeah. Um, I think Gold Coast have done really well to get. Uh, Two guns who are both best mates. Well, yeah, they, I mean they got first and second. Yeah, as you say, best mates. They need they need blokes to buy in, and with the guys from Adelaide last year who have all recommitted, you got the young King fella. Yeah, he recommitted. Yep, that's a really good point. So they've got a core of gun young players that are mates and who might be prepared uh, to go. Just got to, 
they just can't fuck it up now. Um, they have to, I mean, it's all about, <clears throat> as, as the Giants have done so well, is developing that culture that they want to buy club. into. Yeah, club first. I mean, they've got two really good captains in Sparrow, um, who's recommitted, who's a good, not Sparrow. Uh, Swallow. Swallow, <laughs> the other bird. Um, and Wits, who's a ex-Sydney uni boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they've got, they got princes among men there as, as the captains. And, mm. I mean, that's as good a start as any. Mm. And Stewie Jew, who's the most humorous coach in football to look at. <laughs> you know, I say this in a positive, fat-friendly way. The fittest bloke running around. But, Second yeah, fittest I mean, to me. That, that's all they had, wasn't it? Oh, they had, yeah. did they have another one in the top 20? I'm probably going to say yes, because the first two were dispensations. We'll just pause this bit. Play trailer music. I'll open that because that'll give us that. Oh, there you go. Mail just in. Uh, Shane Hearn has just stepped down as the Eagles captain. Oh, where's the fucking numbers? Justin Longmuir is the new coach of Frio. Yeah, that's it. I knew he sounded like this thing. So they got one, two. Yeah. How about this, though? GWS, sixth oldest. Six what? Oldest. Oldest list in the in the club. No, in the comp. Oldest? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to that. Which is pretty um, interesting. So they got number 11, the Gold Coast. Sam right. Flanders. One, oh, that Flanders, that kid. I was talking about him. I think he was, apparently, there were big raps on him. From Gippsland. Oh, the Great guy spot. that went to Sydney, actually, looked pretty good. Dylan Stevens. He was, I think, an Adelaide boy. Especially yeah. like a... Big sort of body midfielder. Um, but anyway, on to the, um, like I said, the big news. Rookie draft. We got Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I did. This totally passed me by. I didn't even know this was on. Oh, mate, this is big news on is Reddit. It? Right. Um, <laughs> Tom Sheridan. Happy days. Tom Sheridan. Yeah, he'll get to play more than a half, we hope. Zach Sproul. Oh, we've, we've seen it. We've no gossip about Zach Pruel. No. Yeah, right. Uh, and Jack Steenstein Stein. Steenstein Stein. So he got delisted and then rookied up. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but um, the boys are back in. So there's a whole bunch of NEFL players who didn't get delisted and rookied back up. They're just still playing NEFL. But Steenstein Steins and Sprule both played this year. Yep. And got told, fucked off, and then, oh, you can come back on rookie. Don't know how it works. No, I don't know how it works. If anyone wants to send us an email just before Christmas <laughs> and we can bring it up and, and, and eight months Mumford, later. Is Mumford... How's he, what, what happens to him? Is he Did playing? he get delisted? Don't know. No, I think he's still playing. There, there, there would have been a great big kerfuffle mm. had he not been. So, I mean, overall, we've, our players are all sorted now. We've got Patton and Tomo went and Lid's retired. Might be forgetting someone there. Bonner sourcing. Did you just say someone? Bonner. Aiden Bonner. Oh, yeah, Bonner. Yeah, yeah, Bonner. My favourite bloke that you guys never supported. That's true. Goes and shaves his head and probably dominates next year for North Melbourne. Well, good luck to him. Couldn't um, make it into our team. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Bonner. Uh, Source came in. That'll be huge. We've got a gun midfielder in green. We've got a gun halfback in Lockie Ash. Top a it gun, up the for with the other boys. Gun time trialist. 
and yeah, a little whip it, Tommy Sheridan, ready to go. Just save those calves, Tommy. Don't get injured between now and the grand, April. Next grand final. So overall, I think we've done bloody well and going into the actual off season now for the squinners, we are not doing any podcasts. I'm I'm talking up a Christmas special. <laughs> okay. Christmas egg, eggnog and random football thought. <laughs> I'll work on some um, Actually, you'll need an update about how we go in the finals. The narrative. So the na- yeah, the, the, the pigeons narrative. <laughs> the pigeons. Apparently, we can't make the GF, but no, that'll happen. So, okay, eggnog. Egg Stay tuned. Might be a little Christmas special for you. Maybe. I mean, no one will be fucking bothered, but at least I'll pitch the idea and <laughs> hear the crickets, and then we'll start again. What? What? When's the first game? No, oh, no, we'll have to do a pre-season. We'll have to do at least a pre-season to reintroduce ourselves to each other and sort of start getting the banter flowing. Yeah. So we'll, we'll so definitely be talking to people year, in March. The fixture next year is... Uh, so the Mar- they're calling it the AFL Marsh Series. Uh, uh, that is... What is that? Maybe that's the chicks for you, is it? Marsh Series. Anyway... That's from Feb through to March, start of March. And then the actual premiership, we get into it. April. On March, end of, uh, March 19th. What? The season starts in March, on March? Yeah, Geelong. We play Geelong. Uh, well, that's with a double with the WAFL as well. Yeah. That's all right if I've gone chicks, isn't it? That's not discriminating. Uh, we'll so find Mar- out. Mar- March 21st. I yeah. You probably I just said probably say women's footy. I think that's just. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, okay. Everyone knows where you live. Well, they will after I post this. <laughs> so that's it. We are the. You do your thing now. Sorry, I forget the lines. No, we are done and dusted. You're a squinner. I'm a squinner. You are the sparrow. I am the sparrow. I'm needles and renaissance man. Never surrender. Never surrender. And we'll see you in twenty twenty. Au revoir. Au revoir. Hardest working player. Maybe Coniglio.
Nicklio said uh, 13.